Now, in this year's budget, the Labour government said it's increased Farmax funding by 43% over the last five years. But the Institute of Economic Research, NZIER, has just crunched those numbers and it doesn't quite square. And with us now is the principal health economist there, Sarah Hogan, who's been looking into this. Hi, Sarah. Kia ora, Heather. So is the problem here that that money that they said they put into Farmac is actually not new money? Well, that is part of the problem. Um, there has been a little bit of new money going into Pharmac to fund medicines and other things that fall under the combined pharmaceutical budget. But most of the increase that we've seen has been the transfer of medicines that were purchased by DHBs for use within hospitals, and that's now come under Pharmac's budget. So does that mean that that money is already spoken for? It was paid for by the hospitals before. It will now be paid for by Pharmac. It's already, it's already used. Um, well, the data that we looked at was for previous years, and so, yes, it has already been spent. Does that mean Pharmac doesn't have to spend it for that? They can spend it on anything they want? <laughs> um, well, that's a good question. Um, they do make decisions about what kind of medicines they spend on, and those decisions get made in conjunction with um, now it will be too far to order um, because decisions over medicines have to take place within that wider framework of um, what the health system is doing. And so it is possible that some different decisions will be made in the future. But what we're really concerned about is that this is a budget that has evolved over a number of years that initially was actually only community pharmaceuticals. So that's the stuff that you get prescribed by the GP and pick up from your local pharmacy. And those particular types of medicines have been squeezed within this budget to a much lower level than they used to be because of all the other things that keep get it, getting added into Pharmac's budget that they have to purchase, including things like vaccines. The DHB Medicines Budget Fund that has been transferred to Pharmac, right? The medicines yeah. that, did, that the DHBs used to fund, who's going to fund mm -hmm. that now? Well, that will be now funded through Pharmac out of a national medicines appropriation. Right. So instead of being done through 20 different DHBs, it will be national. Okay. But the, the, the problem is that, that the, the hospitals might have decided, yes, we're going to fund this stuff. Now, now Pharmac's controlling the money and they might not, right? Um, I guess that was always an issue. Um, it's not really what we've been looking at through the report. Um, the concern that we've had over this is actually that, well, it hasn't been very transparent in the past. Um, and so decisions have been made that have caused some types of medicines to be crowded out by others. And also that the budget increases that we've seen have not been true budget increases and certainly yeah. haven't been increases in community medicine. At the heart of this, Sarah, is basically the argument about the fact that Pharmac needs a hell of a lot more money, right? Do you agree with that? Well, yeah. So what we've been tracking is the gap, um, the investment gap effectively that's needed in that combined pharmaceutical budget to be able to get us back to where we were in um, 2007. And currently, so this is just an annual figure, it's standing at $332 million. So to get back to the level of spending on medicines that we saw in 2007, we'd have to spend another $332 million this year. And what happens after 2025? Are we, are, we, are we suddenly dropping off a cliff with funding? We're probably not dropping off a cliff, um, but currently it's not known. So at the moment, the health system is shifting to a kind of three-year budget and planning cycle generally. So Tesatu Auto knows what its budget is going to be for three years, but Pharmac doesn't know its three-year budget. It only knows two years. Um, and the amount of money that's been committed um, to increase 
or to go towards medicines over the next two years is far less than the investment gap that we've identified. Mm, Sarah, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Sarah Hogan, NZIER Principal Health Economist. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.